it took a lot to make our podcast come together. And Mattress Max said, I want to be part of that. I want to be the presenting sponsor. And he did. And our listeners have responded and said, thank you. We love the show. We love the podcast. We love American-made solid wood furniture delivered today. Send Mac a message and say, hey, Mac, thanks for supporting the Michael Berry Show podcast, and I'll buy my furniture from you when I need it next. Or my new bed, 281-844-1963. So to recap, four years ago, seven turds. Go into Central Guns and Barbershop in Crosby to rob this man who at the time is 79. They mess with the wrong dude. Army veteran, business owner, guy who's just not going to get pushed around. He's watched the outlaw Josie Wells one too many times. 70 rounds were fired. Balserowitz says, I had one of them trapped in the building. I wouldn't let him out. He's one died. When he ran for the pickup truck. Police say a then 17-year-old Angel Cardenas shot and killed one of his accomplices, Jose Flores. And they charged him with murder. But they let him walk. And now he's been charged with a gun trying to rob somebody else. Raymond? Yes, sir. Balserowicz, Polish name? Yes, sir. You see what they did in Poland this week? They just elected a left-wing government? <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Poland was, like Hungary, one of these countries that was that had become the beacon of Eastern Europe, if not Europe altogether, for common-sense policies. And they were getting a lot of attention for it. And for whatever reason, people, when, when when good decisions are made like this, they go, well, now we need a progressive in there. And they have. And this guy that's got elected now and his government that he's formed uh, has said that they're going to take money from the United Nations in exchange for opening the borders and setting up refugee shelters in Poland. It's the worst thing. It will destroy that country. Because Germany now that was leading the charge on bringing the illegal aliens in, Germany is now deporting them. So now those people are going to Poland. It's not good, Raymond. That's right. How, how long have you owned Central Guns and Barbershop in Crosby? I've been in business last May. The ninth was 56 years. 50? So you're just getting started. Yeah. You were 27? Yeah, you were 26 years old when you started. Yes, sir. If you did it last year. Uh, wow. And what were you doing before that? I came out of the Army and went off to gunsmith school. And then a year later, got married and settled down here. So it's on the property where you live. Right. Mm -hmm. I would argue that if a guy's at a business that he leases a commercial space, or even if he owns it, and you attack him, it's nothing like attacking a guy at what is also his property. And he's 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 at his most defensive. That's right. Y'all have air conditioning? Yeah. 
Do you have an old-fashioned Coke machine? I got an old Coke box. It's not a machine. It's a box where, remember, the where you open the lid on top? Yeah. Reaching your Coke. Do you charge for the Cokes? Nope. Coffee and Cokes are free. Do you have a barber pole out front? No. Never did put one up on this building. How come you not to put one up? I would like to own a barbershop just, just to put the barber pole up. You know, I've got two of them, but they're out in my shop in the back. I just never did. I run the wire for it, but I never did hook it up. You run the wire and then the... I've got a guy named Bert Harvey that does all my personal construction stuff at the studio and at my house. Uh-huh. Who's a Crosby resident? He's real good with with all things. Can I just send him by? It's kind of bothered me. You don't have it. I got I got a good buddy that's an electrician does the stuff too. But I don't know. I just never did. I get, I took an old one down when I built a new building in Highlands for a while and put a new one on it. So whenever I sold that place, I brought both of them bows here and just never put them up. Do you ever go out there and look at it? No. <laughs> I, I got them in storage in the back. One of them's one of them's really old because when I bought a place, it had it on there, and it was from the late forties or early fifties. Oh, 50s. I love it! Like in Mayberry. Uh, you remember? 40? Yeah, everybody. Everybody wants that pole. I've been offered good money for it, but I turn it away. You'd be surprised. People love that stuff. They love old dental chairs. They love old barbers. I do. I mean, I love them. Everybody yeah. does. So you got you yeah. got seven other barbers or eight other barbers in there? No, I'm by myself. Oh, I thought you said you. Okay, there's seven of them. Oh, I see. Okay. So, so if somebody, so those, those fools just come in, and you're there by yourself. Were you on the gun side or the barbershop side when they came in? No, it was like two thirty in the morning. I was I was in my house, but I got full security and cameras and alarms. And what happened? So whenever they backed the truck up and jerked the door out in the front, my alarms went off when they came in. They yanked or when they on it, so they used a chain truck, jerked the door out of the wall. And then what'd you do? I got dressed and run out of here with them. What does get dressed mean? What you what'd you put on? Uh blue jeans slipped on some shoes and got a gun and here I come. Was your wife st- was your wife there? No, she had passed away a couple of years before that. I remember you before. said she had passed away. Okay, so it was just you there? Yeah. You got a dog? No. I don't have nothing, got four legs on it. I shoot at them. Okay. So, you hop up. are you figuring at this point this can't be good? That this 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 is not this is bad. Yeah. So, what gun did you carry out with you? Little Colt pistol. That's it. That's it. So then you go out, and where do you confront them? In the corner of the building. I've stood on the corner. Because they had truck backed up to the front door, and there was two of them in the pickup. One in the shop, and then another truck was parallel on the parking lot with two boys, and then there was two boys down there in a the white car. That's where they had found the one that died in the car. You know, 
And so, so when he left here, he left here in the pickup, in the bed of the pickup when he fell in it. But somewhere between here and Baytown, they transferred him to the car, and Baytown police got him. And I imagine the police got him because they were speeding. I know I'm not for sure about that, but I think that's how they got caught. You had a shootout one, with these guys with a Colt pistol? Yeah. Hmm. I'm surprised that's all you kept instead of a thirty thirty or a shotgun or something like that. Well, I had a shotgun in the bedroom, but and then I had a 1911 Colt pistol, but I put a lot of work and a lot of money into it, and I didn't want to shoot it because, you know, the sheriff's department going to take any gun oh, I use. Point. You know? Yeah, yeah, I, I could so, definitely see the logic. <laughs> The Michael Berry Show. People say I'm no good and crazy as a loon. Cause I get stoned in the morning and I get drunk in the afternoon. Kinda like my old blue tick hound. I like to lay around and pray right. My brothers and I grew up in Highlands, and we'd go to Elwood's Barbershop, where Raymond started off as a young man. My brothers would get haircuts, and I would read the comics and chew bubble gum. Raymond was my pop's barber for many years. We could never pronounce his last name correctly, so it was just Raymond the Barber. He's a good man. How about that? Several of you commented that Talking to Raymond Balsarowitz, the owner of Crosby Guns and Barbershop, reminded you of when Ed Tom, the sheriff in No Country for Old Men. I'm not even sure that's Cormac McCarthy's greatest writing. It's an amazing thing. But anyway, Ed Tom, Tommy Lee Jones, goes to visit his cousin Ellis, played by the great Barry Corbin, if you remember had a prominent role in uh, Urban Cowboy, Barry Corbin. Now, there's a there's a personality. Anyway, so Ed Tom goes to visit Ellis, his cousin, at his home. He's got no air conditioning. There's cats. There's dogs. There's chicken everywhere. A ch- chicken's running everywhere. And there's coffee that hadn't been made in a month. That's a scene. Tell me he doesn't sound like him. And back. How'd you know I was here? They'll be driving up your truck. You heard it? How's that? Did you hear me? You're having fun with me. I'd give you that idea. I've seen one of the cats hurt you. How'd you know it was my truck? I deduced it when you walked in. How many of them things you got now? Cats? Oh, I don't know, several. Well, it depends on what you mean by got. Some of them are half wild. Some of them are just outlaws. How you been, Ellis? You're looking at it. I got to say, you're looking older. I am older. Got a letter from your wife. She writes me pretty regular, keeping me up on the family news. Didn't know there was any. Told me you're quitting. You want a cup? Appreciate it. 
How fresh is that coffee? I generally make a fresh pot every week, even if there's some left over. <laughs> Makes a fresh pot every week. That man who shot you died in prison. Lost amidst all of the comedy we try to make of this situation is a very stark and frightening reality. Seven guys pulled up to a gunshot, gun shop. And we're in the process of burgling it. Remember, to rob requires a victim, a person who's there. You rob a person or a building with people in it. You burgle, and yes, that is the correct word, or you can say burglarize. You're just making a longer word. Just like every time you use utilize, you can say use. It's the same thing. The original word is burgle. They're trying to burgle this um, gun shop. They don't have any interest in in uh, uh, any any of his implements in the barber shop. Like the old bald guy that kept a comb in his pocket, couldn't part with it. What? I mean, you think about it. He's ball. He can't. Well, you got the joke. Anyway, so this wasn't the first group around Houston stealing guns. Not the last. And they're not the only ones. And this ain't the only occasion where this is happening. It's happening every day. What do they do with those guns? Who do, whose hands do they end up in? Now, it's hell to have a FFL. Firearms licenses. Hell, it's hell to buy a gun. Is that our fault because of what they do? So this guy goes out there, a shootout ensues, and a turd ends up dead out of the deal. The guy who we catch, rather than putting him away, Democrat judge Rodney Ellis' special friend, Deshaun Jones, walks free. He says he'll come back. If, if ever there's a trial one day, he'll come back. Raymond Balserowicz says he'd never been talked to about it, never been called about it, nothing. Do you understand? This is just Tuesday in Harris County. It's, it's no big deal. He will remember that till his dying day. You would too. But the system is unfazed. It's coming for you. Every single one of us is going to be a victim of or witness to a crime, a violent crime, because of these turds. And the system is putting them back out on the street. And now the guy's been arrested again for robbing somebody with a gun. He's never going to stop until he's killed or put in prison. And he ain't going to be put in prison. He is not going to be put in prison. A Houston drug lord convicted of hiring a hitman to kill his former associate. He's suspected of stealing cocaine from him. This is Scarface sounding stuff. Okay. Good way to go. Come on. 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 Come
So they update Scarface, but this time they modernize it where the bad guys, where 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 your your antihero is a Cuban immigrant who was part of the Marielis boatlift, where where Castro said, "Oh, you want all these Cubans? All right, here, take the mix the dregs in there too, mix the murderers in there too." Exactly what's happening on our southern border right now. And boy, did he ever nail the accent. Oh, man, he's not Hispanic. Thank you to Mattress Mac for sponsoring our podcast and our show and for believing in the message we preach here every day. If you would, if you need you need to buy a bed, you need furniture, solid wood, American-made furniture uh, delivered today, go see Mac at Gallery Furniture. And if you don't need it anytime soon, send him a text and say, hey, thanks for supporting the Michael Berry Show podcast. 281-844-1963. Yeah, that's his number. 281-844-1963. Authorities said Ronald Brown, a.k.a. Nook, also known as Nookie, quote, would acquire the drugs from Mexico and use semi-trucks and car haulers to move them from Houston to Atlanta. After receiving the money, the crew would stuff the illegal funds in suitcases and duffel bags and take them back to Houston in tractor trailers and vehicles. There's a lot of it. Ronald Brown, a.k.a. Nookie or Nook, was found guilty on all counts in relation to his drug trafficking enterprise and the murder and attempted murders of a former crew member and an associate he thought stole 56 kilos of campaign of campaign of cocaine from him in April of 14. This guy is running quite the operation. I know the DEA agent who made this bust. This was a big deal for them. This was a very, very... Big deal for them. But it's not rare. It's not unique. If people actually understood that when you get out of your garage or your front driveway and you drive to the bank, the grocery store, and home, how many murderers, traffickers, terrorists you pass every day and more by the minute. The information that I guess is exactly what the Democrats want. The Michael Berry Show. Show. Let's do it. I truly believe real quick. 
It is a, uh, I told you as we were going into break, we just turned the phone lines on, so our apologies if you called and were not able to get in. It is a, and I truly believe, 713-999-1000, if you're new to the game or need a reminder, think about what you're going to say. You're not going to say your name, ask how I'm doing or any of that. I'm going to say your name, what do you truly believe? And you're going to say, Headley Lamar, I truly believe, are you going to say your name and then are you going to say what you truly believe? It's one sentence. It is not a sermon. It is not a long answer. The point is to turn them over fast. That's what makes it sound good to the listener. Never forget, you are an instrument of entertainment. This is not you and me having a phone call. So you won't need to later go, Michael, I called up, dude. I truly believe you wouldn't let me talk long enough. It's not for that, right? We're not long lost high school classmates who just connected. It's a game that is burn and churn. It's it's ideas that are quick, easily expressed, can be serious, can be silly, can be anything in between. What was I just about to say, Ramon? 713-999-1000. 713-999-1000. Thanks to those of you who go to michaelberryshow.com and buy our merch. We started this less than a year ago, and I started it as another revenue stream for my long-beleaguered show team. I don't make anything off those... Any profits from those go to our team, and it makes a difference. Keeps them from starving, and we appreciate your your support. We just put up some new items on the store last night that that are cold weather. Some long sleeve shirts with Michael Berry Show on it. Some uh, zip up hoodies. Um, some I don't remember what all we we were going over it till one o'clock last night. I should have gone to bed, but I have trouble going to bed. What can I say? <clears throat> I found that I'm, I'm of late doing my show prep at night instead of in the morning. We're not a news show. I've said this a hundred times. Hannity will tell you they are a breaking news show. We are not. People do not come to this show looking for breaking news. There is news everywhere all the time. In fact, I could pull up 10 news stories that I have out of 100 that are in front of me and say, do you know about this? Do you know about that? And they're important things, but you don't know about them because they're getting lost. It's like walking along the strip in Las Vegas. There's so much neon, you can't keep it straight. Or Times Square, it's just too much. People come here for two reasons. Number one, to be entertained. And number two, to get analysis. You already know what's in the news. We offer you something beyond that. What it means, what's the context? What are they not reporting? Whether that's city of Houston or Washington, D.C. If I could share with you everything that law enforcement from various cities to county, to constables, to state of Texas and Louisiana primarily, and Alabama, um, and federal law enforcement share with me. It would be so much fun. It would be like a cops episode 
but even more fun, except you wouldn't have dudes with their shirts off, you know, about to get pounded to the ground because they're mouthing off and you wouldn't get to see their crazy eyes. But I would try to make up for that with the theater of the mind. Uncle Jerry, my best friend, will ride around and uh, he's got a Ford Raptor and he's got every piece of equipment that you can imagine for a uh, scanner and a CB radio. And we'll just ride around and listen to that. And I absolutely love it. And then I'll have to text, hey, I'm hearing it this a couple weeks ago. It came over the police scanner. There was a guy on Beach Nut walking along, threatening people, and he had a brick, full-size brick in his hand. Now, that might not sound scary, but in some ways, I mean, that's probably more dangerous than a, than a, a, a knife because he, you could outrun him and he could still hit you with it. I guess it would depend a lot on his throwing arm. Right? Because those things are heavy. I stopped in on this place called Pollo Campero um, last week. And it's one of my favorite little places. Uncle Jerry's offices, he's got warehouses over there for his business. So they make uh, they make mixes for some of the big restaurants that you know around town. So, um, well... But no, I shouldn't. I shouldn't give proprietary information because it's not his to give. It's the restaurant owner. But there are places around town that you go there for their particular pina colada, or for their particular mango margarita, or their particular. Um, I'll leave it there, and that's what he does. That's why they call him Doctor Drinks. That's what he's done for years and years. And so he sends. He makes. He makes the drink for the owner makes it specific to them so that no one else can make that. So if you like that particular drink, you will go to that place just for that thing. So he's got thousands of square feet of warehouse space. So we hang out out there and smoke cigars, and we owned the ranch together in Welder. So when we sold it, we moved everything from there. We moved all our RCC stuff that was left. uh, How are we up against a break already? Anyway, there was a guy in there harassing the staff and terrorizing the staff, and they couldn't even. All right. It's an I Truly Believe coming up. I don't know how I mismanaged the clock like that. This is the Michael Berry Show. All right, it's an I Truly Believe. I'm going to get to it in a second, but I just want to tell you something real quick. I got an email, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, from Daniel Dean. And he said, um, just wanted you to know it's eight years since we began sponsoring your show. And I am prouder today than I've ever been to be associated with your show. And I'm going to get to the I Truly Believe. But just a quick story. When Daniel came on as a show sponsor, I find out a year later. He's great at what he does. The guy can get on a tractor and move dirt. He can make it so that the water runs down the side of your hill or runs up it or runs into the sky or runs to China. He can move dirt, haul dirt, pad dirt up, create pathways for the dirt. Get your home site ready. He came out and cleared. Uh, we had 110 acres out in Welder that was thick mesquite. 
and he, he manicured these beautiful pathways through there. He's really good at what he does. But business was tough. There's a lot of people that are really good at what they do, and they don't do what, what, uh, what uh, Daniel did. They don't find a way to go get customers. Sometimes just being good at what you do is not enough. If you throw the football really well or catch the football really well or shoot a basketball really well, but nobody in the league knows that you're available, you can sit in the gym all day long if nobody ever sees you. You're hiding your light under a bushel. So he sponsored the show. It's very expensive. He hocked everything he had to do it. I didn't know this at the time. And within a week, maybe two weeks, his schedule was slammed. By the end of the first three months, his life was changed. Just absolutely changed. He's got a fleet of equipment now. <clears throat> he still does a lot of the work himself because he enjoys doing it. But now he mostly, like Lewis Flory at Ability Tree Service, he goes out and does a bit. Now he's mostly going out and doing the bids, doing the drawings. This is where we want to move this, checking in on it. And he sent me this note. So it was eight years ago and how proud he was. Some people are uncomfortable with this because a lot of people in American society today resent commercial success, and I don't. We have got to fix our economy as part of fixing our politics and our government. If you don't have thriving small business, then there will be nobody to speak out. If Raymond Balsarowitz worked for a major corporation, he'd be in lockdown. The cops can't speak out. The firefighters can't speak out. The nurses can't speak out. The teachers can't speak out. Corporate employees can't speak out. If you notice who speaks out, who funds things, Mattress Mac at Gallery Furniture, Russell Ibarra at uh, uh, Gringos and Jimmy Changas, Matt Bryce at Federal American Grill, you look at the people who speak out, who support things, Connie and Billy at Corey Diamonds, that's, that's your independent businesses. I've been very clear all along. I want my show sponsors to do well. I ask you to support them. I expect them to get you give you great service. If they don't, email me and I'll forward it to them and ask them if they can possibly fix it. And many times they can. It rarely happens that there's a problem, but occasionally it does. Jason Troy at Oops Steam Cleaning, every time we need something, is there for us. I don't get that from the big national carpet cleaning companies. So... I say that because we built a model that I'm proud of. And if I'm having a cigar off air, more often than not, it's with a show sponsor. I want to know. I was with Dane Burson at Accurate Meter two nights ago, came by the house. And we're sitting out in the, in the back house having cigars, talking about his business, what his challenges are, where they're doing well, what new things they're doing. And I'm doing that every single day because I love it. I'm passionate about it. That person is providing for their family. In Dane Burson's case, he's got an entire family home. In Daniel Dean's case, he's got a bunch of kids and a wife depending on him. He's got employees now depending on him. None of that would happen if you only listened to the show and didn't, when you need something, pick up the phone and call, oh, well, Michael says, and if you're ever unsure, we're going into the Christmas season. You're going to be making Christmas purchases, end-of-year purchases. It is no bother to me at all. If you email me through the website, michaelberryshow.com, and say, hey, who's the siding company again? Hey, what's the dentist again? I will always forward you the information. If, I, if I'm if i not driving and I have the owner's 
email address handy right then. I will connect y'all directly. And you're going to get the best service possible, best price possible. You're going to be treated like a king because of it. I'm glad you do. I want you to, sh- to support our, our show sponsors. Because make no mistake, make no mistake, if we didn't make any money for the company, I wouldn't be on the radio. I, I don't confuse that. I'm not foolish. I'm not naive. But it's not just some charitable contribution you make to our show sponsors. These are people who share our values and who want you as customers, not just the general public. So thank you to Daniel Dean, uh, dirt hauling and land clearing, and good Christian man and father and supporter of our show. A good man. And right. now the Michael Berry Show presents I Truly Believe. Do you believe? Do you believe? Believe. Believe. Jose, dime. What do you truly believe, Jose? Truly believe I'm going to dig out my Trump flags and go see if I can meet Trump somewhere. I think he's coming to Houston sometime. Is it today? It's 4 o'clock today? Oh, I don't know. Huh? Sit up straight. Okay, president's here. President's here. We're going to see him most likely. He popped in last year. I suspect he'll do it this year, but I can't promise. Um... January 18th through the 20th, we're bringing a group of listeners to Palm Beach. And uh, we're staying at the Breakers and at Mar-a-Lago, his house where he lives, now now more famous than ever. Um, and we have a dinner there on site. And if he's there, he will almost certainly pop in on us. Uh, but you know what's interesting? In person, he's just like he is in the other. It's not two personalities. Exact same way. Uh, who's next? Joel, we have an internet outage on my side of the building, so we don't know what's going on. I can't. Anyway, go ahead, Joel. What do you truly believe? I truly believe that Houston lost its only country and Western music station with the sellout of 97.1. Yeah. You know, I'll talk about that tomorrow if you'll remind me. They sold Houston Legends 97.1. In radio, you're not supposed to talk about your quote-unquote competitors. But that was a good station. They used to have these two guys in the morning. I liked them. They were nice guys. They had a guy that did the traffic when you still needed traffic on the radio and a guy who did kind of the news. And they would do – it was like the old Stevens and Pruitt. They'd do the all, all the old noises. You do the – you know, the when somebody's running fast, they do the – like the sticks. Anyway, they fired them and went to all music, and I knew it was only a, a matter of time, and they flipped that format. That was a fun format. Now I just listen to music on my phone. Uh, but I, I used to enjoy that back in the day. I, I agree. But I also think the audience for classic country, believe it or not, is less and less. And that bums me out. I hope you are enjoying our podcast. And just know that I love to hear from you. You can email me through our website at michaelberryshow.com. And I read everyone. And I, I try to respond to everyone. I'm also appreciative that you support our sponsors. Our sponsor, our presenting sponsor for our podcast, it makes this all happen, is Gallery Furniture, Jim McInville. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you a cell phone number, 281-844-1963. Say, hey, Mac, thanks for sponsoring Michael Berry's podcast.